It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is the Prep Rally Podcast. I am Chip Souza, joined today by Henry Apple and Rick Fires. It is National Signing Day, Wednesday, February the 3rd. And we're about to rock and roll in here with a little prep sports. We may talk a little anything. Rick, did you hear the news today that Arkansas and Arkansas State are going to play a football game? Frank Broyles must be turning over today. Yeah, sorry, Frank, but my, my question, what took so long? Yes. I've been griping about this since the 1980s. Yes. Uh, I heard every other excuse from uh, Arkansas, what's in it for us, we don't get anything out of it. You know what, Arkansas, you're not good enough to dictate policy anymore. This is great for the state. Arkansas State fans, you guys have been yelping for this. Now you get your chance here in four years. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I've got, I'm an old guy, but I uh, four years, I, I want to have something to look forward to. That's it. That's you're gonna you're putting making that your that's, that's your my, thing. Yeah, I want to live at least four more years. That's your light at the end of the tunnel. That's is that it. One? That's right that's there. It. And after that's that, it. then you can take me. I got you. So they're going to play this game at War Memorial Stadium, which is fitting that they would do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And uh, it should uh, it should be a good thing for the state, like you said, Rick. Um, it benefits. Uh, I think it benefits the everybody. The whole state benefits everybody. You know what? And and, and Arkansas really hadn't had a rival since you know Texas, uh, all the old people. I mean Texas, they hadn't been. Uh, well, actually, they weren't really a Texas rival. Rival Texas never claimed them as number one rival. Uh, but Arkansas claimed Texas, and Arkansas really hadn't had that. That Missouri, that, that's not a rivalry yet. LSU's not a ri- really a big rivalry, since, especially since they moved to Friday game. So Arkansas, Arkansas State. Arkansas uh, needs a team they can really right. hate. They need a team they can really yeah. sink their hate into yeah. what they need. And it won't take long to get this going. Uh, the buildup for four years. You know, I'm not on message board, but if you go on there, they're probably spewing some uh, – Foul language or no. taunting right now. Surely not. So that's yeah. going on today. Today, also, we mentioned today is National Signing Day. We have quite a few kids in the Northwest Arkansas area who are signing their letters of intent. Uh, Henry, it's a great day for, for parents and coaches today. It always is because, uh, you know, they're taking the step they're wanting to take and secure football or whatever sport it is for the next four years. You know, they get to do what they love and enjoy, and their parents get to see them play uh, for another four years. Granted, if, you know, they're within reach or, you know. Close enough to go see. Getting their education paid for, that's a great thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this, Rick. I know you don't have Netflix. Henry, you have Netflix. There's a little series out on Netflix uh, called The Brooklyn Saints. Uh, It's about this football program in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Well, they start the kids when they're like nine years old, eight, nine years old. And and, uh, um, it's not like little tykes where, you know, the coaches are out there grabbing the face mask of seven-year-old kids and, and, you know, whatever because they didn't make a tackle. But uh, it's it's about these kids in Brooklyn who, uh, you know, there's not a lot of grass in Brooklyn to even play football on, but they got some parks and they play. And their whole objective – with these kids is to try to get them a college education, you know, get get an education paid for because education is the key to everything. Absolutely. And uh, they focused uh, one of the one of the things they focused on was this thirteen or fourteen year old team and, and this their kid who was a quarterback. Now the team Rick was like a team I played on in high school. It was pretty terrible. Uh, they won one game and most of their games they lost forty to zero and thirty five to zero or whatever. But that's not what this is about. This is about 
trying to get these kids out there, maybe getting their education paid for in college so that they could become an engineer or a doctor yes. or whatever um, and help, you know, be beneficial um, in their community. And, and uh, that's, uh, that's what this is all about today is, is getting that education paid for. Not everybody's going to make the NFL. Not everybody's going to sign a Division One letter of intent with Alabama. Uh, but if you can get your education paid for, use that. That is your platform. That is your springboard to a better life, a better life than what maybe your parents yeah. have. And that's what it's all about and coming back and being a successful part of your community. Well, I was talking to one of the kids today, and I guess he's signing with the NAIA school. And he said, well, you know, it's not Division One. So like what? And yeah. So and what? Yeah, so what? I told him a story about show you how old I'm. I said, man, I heard the same kind of thing for Cortez Kennedy when he didn't get uh, offered D1 school. He had to go uh, Northwest Mississippi uh, Junior College to start off. And look at him. He ended up in uh, NFL, first-round draft choice. Now he's in the Hall of Fame. I tell that to this kid, and he looks at me uh, like a blank stare. He says, who? I never heard of Cortez Kennedy. So <laughs> well, and Rick, take a look. You know, you know, uh, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, was a kid that got had no no offers at all at a high school. Yeah, he grew None. up. He wanted to go to um, um, some school in California. Uh, what was that school? Well, maybe Cal, Stanford, Stanford. Who knows? But anyway, yeah. he didn't get any offers. He didn't even have anybody. Fresno State. Fresno State. That's right. He wanted to go to Fresno State, and they wouldn't even. Give him a second look. Correct. Ended up Wyoming. He he put together his own video. Yep. His own highlight video. Went to a junior college. Played two years there. Still didn't get a lot of offers. He got one to Wyoming. A kid from California going to Wyoming, Rick. Well, that's a culture shock. That's culture. You better pack. You better pack those long johns. It was an opportunity. It was an opportunity, and he took the he took advantage of it. And now look at this kid. He's one of the top five, ten quarterbacks you know in professional football. And uh, that's a kid right there. That's an example of. I have a desire to do this, yep. and nothing's going to stand in my way. I'm going to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he did it. Um, so it's out there. So great day for parents, great day for coaches, great day for kids, and uh, we love to celebrate that. So we'll have a lot of coverage of that in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette on Thursday and probably some more coverage of that in Sunday. Um, I'm sure our numbers will be somewhere around 40 to 50 to 60 kids um, in this region who are signing, and, uh, boy, just what a great day. So moving over to basketball, uh, had some big games last night all across the conferences and classifications. We'll start in the 6A West, Henry, where I think Fayetteville and Rogers High are still playing today. Yeah, uh, they were asking if it was a dream that uh, they ended up playing four overtimes. Four. I've only covered one game in, in my career where it went four overtimes, and uh, – they were about having a conniption fit because we had deadlines. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, big, big win. Uh, it's a big game for both teams, but a big win for Fayetteville. 62-61 last night over Rogers High. Um, a rapidly improving Rogers High team that we knew was going to be better toward the end of the season now that they're starting to get players healthy and almost stole one on the road last night at Fayetteville. So, 62-61 for Fayetteville. Uh, Landon Glasper had 25 points for Fayetteville, and I believe Will Liddell, um, he had around 20 for Rogers. So what a great game in the 6A West for Fayetteville to hold on to now the second seed or the number two spot in the West. So a big win for them. Uh, Bentonville, like Sonny and Cher used to say, Rick, and the beat goes on. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say, uh, I got you, babe. I was going to say that, but instead I went <laughs> another direction. my favorite. Okay. <laughs> so, Bentonville uh, yeah. High, Henry's uh, 8-0. 8-0 in the conference. They lead. They have that two-game lead still, so they've got the little cushion. And as this season's winding down, you know, Fayetteville's had a couple of close calls. They but have. Those co- close calls will help. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They'll the know road. what it's like battle-tested in those close games. Um, they had one Friday night. They had to, had to pull out of the fire. So, um, you know, good, good for Fayetteville, learning to win those games like that. Uh, Henry had a chance to see Bentonville High boys play again on Friday night. Uh, Jalen Lee did not have a point until the final minute 35 of that game. and But when they needed him the most at Harbor, they had to have him at the end. He delivered. He's such a clutch player when he has to be. Uh, you know, they have so many weapons. But, you know, I've noticed in tight situations, Jalen wants that ball in his hands. Well, and, and I don't blame him. He's a special player. There's no doubt about that. Also on Tuesday night, uh, Bentonville West beat Springdale in a close game, 64-60. Uh, big win for Bentonville West. But, Rick, our boy Dominique Hurton, he had 22 points for Springdale. Still the best name in the 6A West. No debate on that. With an A. Yeah. Not, not the regular Dominique Wilkins. Right. With an right, A. Right. So, uh, big win for Bentonville West last night. And uh, Harbor Rebounded from Friday night's loss to Bentonville and beat uh, Rogers Heritage 60-53 in another close game. And that's what I love about the games in the 6A West is they're, for the most part, they've been pretty competitive. Always. This is one of those things where you can um, – granted, there are have been some blowouts, as in last night when Bentonville just blew out Fort Smith Southside. Yeah. But then – but most of them, hey, they're good and close. Henry, kind of describe that for me a little bit when Southside uh, gets ahead of the Bentonville girls and then here comes the reinforcement. Just talk a little bit about that. They didn't start their starters, and then here come uh, Dowda and that bunch right there. I could just imagine the other side going, uh-oh, here well, we go. All you got to know is Jada Brown scored 16 points in the second quarter alone for Bentonville <laughs> last night. Exactly. Uh, you know, that's a little – you know, I was trying to throw a little bait out there and see what when I put out that first quarter score, I said, you know, who's going to – but I got no response out of it. But then uh, reality sinks reality in the second sinks. quarter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, that's I was watching lottery, and you could get the first number, maybe the second number, and then it just blows up in your face. Yeah, you don't get close the rest of the way. That's it. Wow. And uh, Fayetteville girls, they held on to their number two seed in the conference last night. They beat Rogers High 67-53. Rick, big game for our one of our favorite players, Claudia Bridges. She had another big game last night, 26 points for Fayetteville. And another young lady that we've talked about a lot, it's going to be a rising star. winner? Yes, sir. With a y? Yes, winter with the Y, 21 last night for Fayetteville, which is setting up for what should be another good game with Bentonville coming up, Henry. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, the first meeting was a 72-66 game yep. at Tiger Arena. The second one should be just the same, should and it's going to be one. important because uh, you're going to have to look at uh, Fayetteville. They're looking at that tiebreaker because you're going to be battling for that number one seed in the conference tournament. I, I turned to Vic Rimmer after a game. I said, man, your kids can score, like one through nine, one through ten, one through eleven. He said, yeah, but I wish they'd play better defense, but they can really – um, defense, uh, is defense is overrated. Defense is overrated, Rick. I'm you got to play some defense. And, <laughs> and I was kind of surprised. He said, of all the great teams he's had, he said this may be his best shooting team as far as putting the ball in the basket. 
and from Claudia to Winter and uh, and you know Caroline Lyles didn't have a big Caroline, game last yeah. night, but but boy, she's capable of putting a twenty spot up on you fast. And they got some kids that come off the bench and they, they ain't they ain't scared. They ain't scared. They ain't scared. They'll jump up and hit that three right in your face. So um, I, I was really surprised about that because we know what kind of teams he's put put out at Fayetteville and Shiloh Christian, but. They can score, and you can see it in these um, these final uh, results. So the girls' side and the boys' side are identical. Bentonville leading, Fayetteville second in both on both the girls' side and the boys' side, heading into the final two-ish three weeks of the regular season. Again, we already know there's going to be a conference tournament at the end of the year. We don't know how that's going to be played out yet. We know it will not be a conventional regular tournament format because they're keeping the teams spaced right. out um and so it'll be a um you know the higher seeds will host um as we make our way through this yeah. but um but there will be a conference tournament there will be and i have seen the conference tournament brackets so i know what they're they're going to look like uh the first round you will see the number five seed against the number eight you will see the sixth seed against the number seven those the winner of those two games will go to the next round. They play number three and number four. Then the winner of that one goes to the next round where one and two lurk. And one and two already have uh, – they're already in the semifinals. The one right. and two seeds are already in the semifinals. So it's huge. Guess what, fellas? It's important to win games. You want to win games to be a high seed. You know what? I think with this, especially with the girls, the number three or four seed could win this uh, postseason conference tournament, don't you think? Well, wait a minute for you. No. I bet. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Second. Okay. I was getting ahead of myself. Not less no. COVID sweeps its oh, way okay. through Bentonville's team. No, that's yeah. not going to happen. They get number two. Yeah. yeah. But the, it's important to get in that the top half. Yeah. Because if you're first through the fourth, hey, you're in the state tournament regardless of what's happened well, in the and, conference and tournament, two, the way and, the bracket's laid out. Right. Five through eight, you're going to have to win them one game. And Henry, too, when you get that state tournament, you want same things going on in the central, Rick. You want to avoid nor, uh, north side – Con, I'm talking about the girls, Northside, Conway, North Little Rock, you don't want to draw them right off the bat. Yeah. You would like to make that your second or whatever game so that you have a little momentum you know, going, going into that. So, um, anyway, speaking of Northside girls, they won uh, last night handily over Bryant. Uh, our girl, Jersey Wolfenbarger, had 32, I believe, Henry. So, a uh, big, big game for her. Um, and it's setting up in the central – Another big game against Conway will be coming up, Northside against Conway. And don't, let's not forget North Little Rock, who's also very capable of beating either one of those two teams. Um, but, uh, but anyway, the Central uh, girls, man, what a great race. Last night, the Central boys, it was uh, Little Rock Central beating North Little Rock again um, in another great game, 75-67. Um, we had that game on our front page today, and we talked about that a little bit, and and, and uh, we talked about whether to move that game, and I said, no, that's the number one versus it's, number two teams in the state. That's the best game in the state. We want still, that out. Still one of the best rivalries Absolutely. in high school basketball. Absolutely. So big win there for Little Rock Central. So uh, we, we say this every week, but it comes down to the fact the kids are playing is fantastic. Uh, we want them to get to play and finish the state tournaments, the state finals this year. Um, so keep your mask on, cover your face, especially if you look like Rick. You want to keep that covered up as much as possible. Uh-huh. Um, if we could mummify him, we would. Uh, but, uh, but you know, we want these kids to be able to finish this out. So good good, uh, good for that and uh, moving forward. And especially, um, I keep forgetting, I was asking one of these kids, uh, a baseball player, about uh, what was your stats last year? Uh, we didn't play. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. and because of COVID, everything yeah. just went – 
they might have played two or three games, but, man, you're hoping these kids who had it robbed from them last year would get out this spring in all the sports, track, soccer, baseball, uh, softball. So hoping really we can help uh, clamp down on this COVID-19, let these kids play. Yeah, and another thing, and we brought this up, COVID and all that, and we saw last year how it wrecked the state uh, championship. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They uh, – Kudos for the Arkansas Activities Association for what they're going to do with the state tournaments this year. I started look; the brackets just came out, and I started looking at them. Uh, they're going to space out the games more. You know, we used to Time have for cleaning in between games. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we used to have the first two or three games. We'd have six games a night. They're crammed from one o'clock yep. until yeah. eight thirty, yeah. which yeah. means the games might not end till ten, ten thirty. What? This year, they're going to stretch it out a little bit. You're not going to see six games a night. Now it's down to four, and, and, and it's going to be a 10 o'clock game, a 1 o'clock game, a 4 o'clock game, and a 7 o'clock there game. There you go. There you go. And Now, will, will you have to leave, or is the people on the early games have to leave? And oh, they'll leave. Yeah, they'll clear in? the gym. They'll have to, Rick, because yeah. they're going to clean the gyms. Okay. They're going uh, to yeah, yeah, sanitize them. Yeah, but uh, Paul Boyd and I were talking about this. You know, for volleyball, they were doing the same thing. But they were giving them wristbands that, hey, you know, if you paid for this, here's a wristband. Here's wristband. Show okay. it. Yeah. You know, you can come back in. Come okay. back in. Uh, yeah. That'll work. So, yeah. But, yeah, and because of this stretching out, um, I've already mentioned, the Class 6A tournament, which usually was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's now going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. Added That's a, okay. Added One day. extra yeah. day. That's fine. Yeah. The, the good ones, now here's – Class 5A will do this, Class 3A will do it, Class 2A will do it, and I think Class 1A will do it. Their tournament will actually start Monday, Monday. on March 1st. So that means, Henry, does that mean you play your regional your regional final on Saturday and then come back and start? Start Monday. Monday. Of course, well, you better win on Saturday. Well, then. yeah, the teams the teams that are play that play in the championship game though, on Saturday they won't play on Monday. They'll they'll probably wouldn't play. Until Actually, Tuesday. they will play Monday. Oh, they would. Yeah. Wow. They, oh, well, that's Mon- quick they will start around. Monday with the one seeds against the four seeds. Oh, wow. But here's here's what's going to be fun. I told you it starts on a Monday and it goes Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but that's only to the quarterfinals. The semifinal rounds come back to. The following Monday, March the eighth. Wow! Oh, okay. And then, uh, uh, then you go to whoever wins goes to the state championships, which is that following Thursday, right. Friday, and Saturday in Hot Springs. Okay, so instead of playing the semi to, to get to the two finalists on Saturday night, that's going to be Monday night before they get to that. Right. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, and with two girls and two boys games, you're going to have again. There'll be a ten o'clock, a one o'clock, a four o'clock, and a seven o'clock game. That Monday. Now, Henry, I'm going to defer to you on this one. In the 4A1 conference, mm-hmm. which we know more about that because their teams are more closer up here than we do, maybe a little bit of the 4A4, but the 4A1, Harrison girls are still undefeated on Correct. the girls' side. Uh, Farmington girls, Rick, you covered that last night. They've lo- had got two losses. Two back. Mm-hmm. Two, two, two they back. have two losses. And now I know you see in the newspaper the conference standings. They're a little deceiving because what they don't know is the 4A1 divides their games east and west, that's east right. and west that's divisions. Right. That's right. So uh, Harrison, who's undefeated, the girls, they have already clinched the number one seed. In the, in the east. In the east. In the east. In the west, it's a tie right now between Farmington and Pea Ridge. Pea Ridge. 
and those two will play next week Woo! to end the regular season. Where's that game at, Henry? Do you know? I'm not sure. I know I'm. I should know later on because you've got me down on the budget to cover that game That's that right. night. That's so, right. Which That's team right. won the first uh, meeting? P. Ridge. P. Ridge won the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the game was at Farmington, too, so it will be at the new Blackhawk Arena. Arena. And by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, that is one sweet building. Beautiful. You know, I might have to pull rank on that, Rick, and pull Henry off. Oh, yeah. Why not? I would. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, on the boys' side, it's uh, Farmington boys won last night. Big win for them over Shiloh Christian. Um, Farmington boys are 8-1, and but Rick uh, looked like Taylor went down a little bit with a little knee injury last night. Yeah, oh my goodness, he he had a, a game. He's only a freshman, and he had 21 points at halftime, 21 of their 32 points. Uh, I think, man, somebody else has got to get involved here for because uh, Shiloh was playing them tough. Well, Taylor doesn't come back out, and I'm, I'm wondering what happened to Taylor. And then he comes out in the fourth quarter. You tell he's lifting a little bit. So the coach said um, he had a hyperextended knee. Don't know how serious it is, but you got to give uh, – uh, um, Farmington credit, their other players stepped up and won that game and, you know, showed they could uh, win win without Taylor. Yeah, and they've got it. They're kind of in the catbird seat right now because they've got a notice two-game how he, Notice how he did that, Rick, the catbird seat for the Cardinals. You know uh-huh. how he did that? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got that two-game lead on – it's Gravit and there's another team, and I can't think who it is right now in the standings in that – West Division standings. Now, on the east side, Berryville is in control. They're, they only have one conference loss. That was to Farmington. Mm-hmm. At, so, and that plays in because if those two meet in the conference tournament as the number one seeds for the championship game, because Farmington won the regular season game, Farmington will get to host the get championship host. game. Get to host. Our boy Compton got putting a good season together over at Berryville. You know, oh, yeah. we've talked a lot about Farmington, but Berryville, I tell you, just watching their scores, number one, you never know who's going to lead them on any given night because they have four guys that's capable of doing it on any given occasion. That makes them tough to beat. Hey, let me tell you, uh, the Farmington girls, so impressed with them. Um, I got to watch Tori Kersey. She's a senior forward, and every time she'd beat that defense down the court, and she would uh, – they wasn't stopping her from getting to the rim. She is a tough player. I, I asked her afterward, I said, man, you're – you know, where are you going to go to school at? She talked like she just uh, – she said, I just want to finish my career here and go on to something else, and which that's kind of admirable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh, you don't have to go to college to prove yourself. She's had a great high school career, and Farmington is a good team that, you know, they can beat you inside or they can beat you outside. She's probably uh, just ready to be a – Normal yeah, human she being. Just wants to go yeah, to, student. Uh, yeah, yeah, just be. And um, uh, Trinity Johnson. I also covered that game at uh, Prairie Grove, and she lit it up from outside. But she wasn't needed as much last night. And uh, Kersey took over, and Shiloh played them uh, pretty tough. But um, Farmington was in control m- most of that game. Good deal. Well, moving forward, the uh, conference tournaments for the lower classifications will start uh, in about two weeks. Actually. Uh, the 4A1 will start theirs a week from Saturday. A week on from the, Saturday, okay. The 13th. And so wow. the, in the regular season on the 12th, tournament starts the 13th. And format kind of the same way. Um, I talked to uh, Brett Sampley down at uh, down at Lamar last week. 
um, and he was telling me that uh, it's going to be spread out. Uh, their conference tournament is going to be spread out as well um, with the higher seeds hosting, and only if it would be by a fluke of coincidence would you have the girls and boys playing the same in, on the same night at the same arena in the, in the championship only by or any basically any game only yeah. by fluke yeah the, they have a a note set on the 4A1 that okay if the boys team and the girls team both host on the same night if they're playing the same school like they'll play back to back then they'll play back to back if they're from separate schools then they're going to play one game one day, and they're going to push the tournament back. That's why they've given themselves some room. A little wiggle room. Right now, the, the tournament yeah. championship game is set for Thursday night. Okay. But if this happens, they can, they've got the leeway where they could push it back to Friday night or even or to Saturday. Saturday night if yeah. they need to. So they're being real flexible. They have to do it because it all comes back to what, Rick? They want to play. They've got to play the games. They want and, to play. And I want to pass this up. Uh, the coach, you know, you don't have to call AAA and ask all the questions. You just listen to this podcast, and Henry Apple will fill you in That's right. on all the questions. That's I, right. I've learned so much right just sitting right here uh, about flukes and non-flukes. I've and seen you literally get smarter over there, uh, which is scary. <laughs> How much is that? About like that? <laughs> and he didn't even have to take his shoes off. That's right. No. That's right. Well, we didn't get higher than 10, so we're, we're good. We're, we're in good. good shape there. We're in good shape. So basketball is uh, is is uh, moving on. Uh, some speed bumps in the road, but uh, but they're getting the games played and uh, and they're being fluid and and uh, you know doing what they have to do to get these games played and and that's you know that's what we're the most proud of. Um, also, uh, in two weeks, uh, February the eighteenth for the girls and the nineteenth and twentieth for the boys, um, they will hold their state wrestling tournament um, down in Little Rock. And uh, there were some, some things they had to do, some reworking of schedules, and they had to eliminate a couple of tournaments in there. Um, you know, the uh, dual state, for one, uh, you know, had to be canceled. But it comes back to wanting to crown state champions on that mat at Little Rock here in a couple of weeks. And uh, so we are full steam ahead on that one. So uh, fingers crossed no hitches there, and they'll get to finish that up and because uh, uh, those kids uh, deserve it. Uh, swimming and diving, and that will be coming up at Bentonville. Um, a little bit different situation there. The the you know swimming in the pool apparently is okay. What they won't have is big crowds around the pool like they have had yes. in the past, and uh, so they have split um, some of this stuff to where they're going to have a little bit more separation in between uh, some of these things. I think Henry, if I, if I remember this right, they're going to do the six A. Uh, girls early and the boys later, something like that. Or, yeah. We have to keep in mind that, you know, last year, which actually happened before we knew that COVID was right. going to hit. a little bit before, right. Uh, Bentonville was hosting the 6A, and then they would host the 1A through 4A as well. One would be in the morning, one would be in the afternoon. Right. Well, now you don't have that. Uh, the 1A through 4A, <laughs> interesting enough, this is going to be, it's being hosted by Magnolia, but it's going to be held at Texarkana Texas high. They're going to swim the Red River. They're going to swim across the Red River, and if you can if you can navigate that, then you win. Yeah. So so now <laughs> you know since Bentonville's only hosting one, they've got more wiggle room where they can space it out and do what they need to do in order to have a good meet. Right. And the, so the six A uh, state swim meet will be held at Bentonville Community Center uh, pool, like it has been the last four or five years, I think. 
and uh, so the swimmers and divers will uh, will get their day um, in the pool. Well, that's good. There's space because I've covered some of these, and and there's about you know 20 kids in the pool, about 400 walking around the pool. Right, right. That that, that won't be the case this year. They will be uh, they'll they'll be out uh, out somewhere else. Um, so that's what we got going on, and then of course uh, the calendar flipped over to February this week. It won't be long. The baseball and baseball and softball kids are out there practicing now. Um, they'll have their benefit games toward the end of February, and then the regular season games will start March the first. Yeah, and you know one thing, I'm gonna. I've been thinking about this all day today. You will go outside. It's 58 degrees. Yes, beautiful. And I'm thinking, you know, we should try to find a way to bank this because come March, in the early March, even oh, yeah. up to spring break. I can tell you there'll be one day we're out there, it's going to be 35 degrees oh, yeah. with a 20-mile-an-hour wind blowing. It will be cold. It will be cold. Now, Henry, something I noticed. Or go ahead, Rick. Um, uh, I covered Arkansas baseball for a lot of years. One year I left Fayetteville, maybe it was about mid-March or something, 78 degrees, went down to Auburn or Alabama, come back, and it was like 8 degrees, with about nine inches of snow, so we get we get dumped on at least one time every March, guaranteed. Yep, yep. Um, so that's going on now, and and uh, um, you know I can't wait. Uh, you know, but but Henry, what I was going to say was I've been typing in schedules, you know, spring schedules for these, you know, for high schools, and I've noticed that the spring break tournaments are on for a lot of these schools. We'll, we'll be we'll be going through their spring break tournaments down in uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama, and, and Arizona, and Florida, and different places like that. So those are back on. And uh, last year, that's about when this hit, was when those teams were hitting spring break and going to be going on those out-of-state tournaments. That's when this all hit and uh, put a, sh- a shutdown on everything. And uh, so, But this year, they're back on the schedule, and, uh, and so good for them. Yeah. When it all hit last year, Bentonville's softball team had already taken off and gone to Louisiana they had for, already for down a tournament. There. They were already down there. They said, hey, we might as well play. You know, maybe this is just a delay. Not knowing, uh, I think they won their last game. It was like 18 to 17, just a hitters. But but they won it on the last hit of the game, walk-off single or something like that. Not knowing. That was it for that them. That was it. That was it. Didn't play another – didn't get another pitch the rest of the season. You know, one reason that on any level I've seen Dave Van Horn use this and said, why in the world would you want to go do that? It's a, well, it's not only – it's a break for the kids, and they get to – coaches get to uh, actually see the kids and how they interact with each other, and it can be a very big bonding thing for – And in addition to, you know, get to travel some and eat on the road and everything. So I hope they get to do it this year. Me too. Yeah, yeah. another thing uh, – the effects of COVID-19 and what we're having to deal with. Uh, you were talking about typing up uh, spring schedules. I was doing my share as well. And uh, Fayetteville's superintendent has made a ruling that Fayetteville will not host anything with multiple teams this year. So, therefore, the wide timing invitational and the Bulldog relays, well, they will not happen this year. Well, wide timing invitational moves to Springdale but there will be no Bulldog relays. Fayetteville will host the decathlon and heptathlon in May, but no other track meets than that. Gotcha. Well, that will take care of today's show, fellas, and uh, we'll be back with you next week to talk a little bit more uh, basketball as we kind of get this narrowed down um, toward the conference uh, tournament, see where we are with that. 
and uh, we'll talk about the the uh, state wrestling tournament coming up a little bit more detail next week. So thanks for joining us. Again, I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for uh, Henry Apple and Rick Fires being with me today. This is Prep Rally, the podcast. We will catch you next week. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.